Hello, everyone, and welcome to Method Meets Magic Radio. We are so, so excited to have you here today. It is myself, Jess Bubbico, and Dan. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Dan. I am the person that's here with Jess. She is magic, and I bring method, and we have a magical guest. We do have a magical guest. And before I introduce this magical guest, because we are going to dive in, you guys are in for such a treat today. I want to remind you to head over to Facebook and check out Method Meets Magic Radio. You can like us there. You can also find us on Instagram at Method Meets Magic. Um, shoot us a message. Let us know how you're enjoying the show. Um, we'd love to hear from you. And, and so I think that means it's time for us to get started with our guest today. We have the one... And only Mira Kelly. Mira Kelly, thank you so much for being with us here today. Hello, hello. Hi, Jess. Hi, Dan. This is so much fun. I'm already loving our conversation, the dancing, the flow, the magic. I'm loving it all. Yay. Well, Mira, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Because we're so, so excited to have you here. Tell us a little, little bit about who you are and what you do. I would love to. I am uh, well known for my work in past life regression. Yet yeah, the way I love introducing myself these days as a consciousness engineer, because transformation really happens as we transform our consciousness, right? As we change our way of looking at life, as we change who we are. And so that's really what I help people do, change their lives and truly live empowered and happy and fulfilled lives beautiful and it goes there's there's what i'm so excited to talk to you about today i think more so than anything is your work in past life regression because you have an amazing story so tell us a little bit about um how you got started in past life regression So past life regression came into my life when I was very young. I um, discovered it uh, literally when I was a kid and um, I was very intrigued. I was so intrigued by reading about people having these profound inner experiences, nothing happening on the outside, all within. And yet that inner experience would heal physical issues, transform emotional challenges, phobias. And so I was very curious. I wanted to see what is this all about, right? And so I um, took myself back to uh, another lifetime. And it was very emotional, very vivid, very experientially real and and all in my head. And that profoundly impacted me that, first of all, right then and there, you know, in a matter of seconds, any fear of death, any fear of the unknown was wiped out for me. I saw so much more in terms of the reality and in terms of existence, but even more so, I actually, was able to tap into the awareness of what is my purpose, the awareness of uh, me being more than just a physical body, having a physical experience. And so this kind of sat on the back burner of my awareness as I was growing up. And then years later, I developed a physical condition that was really excruciatingly painful and nothing could really uh, fix it other than a very 
painful operation. And so I decided, you know what, rather than doing all of this, what if I try to regress myself and see how does this relate to other times and places? What is the lesson behind? What is the opportunity of what I can learn right here through this physical pain, through this condition? And lo and behold, um, within a very short experience, you know, just experiencing another uh, life, I was able to resolve the issues, literally release all of that. And I walked away healed, something that I haven't been able to do for the past year of going to all these practitioners and, you know, trying, trying, trying to find the traditional way of healing. And so from there on, what happened is I... Um, I, I saw the power of this work yet again, right? This time for a physical healing. And so I, I started engaging every friend and every family member in the conversation of, I have this thing, let's try this thing. And sure enough, everybody was having exceptionally positive experiences. And so over time, eventually, I moved away from a career. I used to be a corporate attorney. I moved away from a career of being an attorney to doing what I do. And so today I have the honor and the privilege of literally mm, diving into times and spaces and other reality and other dimensions every day, which is absolutely the greatest thrill, right? And along the way, uh, having that front row seat of people changing their lives, that moment of like, oh my God. And, and then everybody coming back and saying, this is how my life was changed. Thank you for, for, for guiding me there. So it's truly amazing what I do. Oh, that sounds so amazing. I mean, I've had past life regression work done before, and I'm so interested in continuing to learn more and dive further into it. Um, something that you had said was that your, when you, you had an illness that came up or a condition that came up, it sounds like it wasn't something you were born with, but it showed up later in life. Is that correct? Mm. Thank you. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to give more details. So it was a jaw condition. It's a, it was a TMJ that developed out of a, um, out of a dentist trying to change an old filling with a new filling and along the way really creating an imbalance in, in, my, in my body that resulted in the condition. And so it wasn't something that I was born with. It's something that developed and yet it didn't mean that it was any less painful or difficult to deal with. So yeah, and so I, my question is, can things from our past lives like pop up at random times later in life like is how does it work in terms of like exploring whether it's an illness that comes up or a pain that comes up can it manifest at different times even if it's past life related so as we go through life, whenever we decide to do a past life regression, we always connect with what will serve us in that moment, what will be in our greatest good, what will truly be impactful and help us change. Um, in other words, 
people can use past life regression to truly address anything that's going on with them right now. And what I love about this process is that it works on anything and everything, right? Uh, we're talking about what's my purpose? How do I solve this money challenge that I keep having? What about my soulmate? How, why am I struggling in my intimate relationships? Why do I feel like I'm an outsider in my own family? Why did I have such a challenging relationship with my dad, my mom, my sister? Why was I sexually abused? Why this? Why that? You know, there really isn't a question that I haven't addressed with a client. And the moment I say that, of course, somebody else presents something new. Um, and yet the beauty of it is that the, the, the learning behind each experience uh, is all for the purpose, right? So as a person visits another lifetime, be it a past life or a future life, because it's just as easy to connect with future lives. As a person connects with other lifetimes, it's all done for the purpose of understanding where, what is the opportunity for us to expand in our awareness right now as who we are right now. In other words, um, we are here to know ourselves intentionally, right? Very intentionally as the creators of our experience. And so um, that those experiences we have through past life regression, literally in a split second could allow a person to put it all together in such a perspective that the focus is changed, the consciousness is changed, the awareness is changed, and then the body immediately reflects that. that that's what happened with me. That's what happens with so many other people. Or the emotional conditions change, and the person always leaves saying, I feel lighter, I feel freer, I feel like I'm a different person. Amazing. I'm like watching Dan's face over there because we're all on video, just like looking completely just amazed and in, in this moment. <laughs> well, if you, I don't know if you remember, Jess, you probably do, but the very, very first intuition class that I did with you when I started doing the coaching with you, I ended up doing all the interdimensionally life traveling stuff. And even when we had that theta healing session today, obviously, we isolated that that particular challenge was related into life and, and did a bit of bouncing around. So I love a bit of into life bouncing and I did promise I was going to do it where I'm going to do it now. I'm in love with the meditation that you share with the world for free over on YouTube. Um, and we'll get the people information on how to connect with that later where you're using, even in relation to abundance, how we can start dipping into other lives. And it's a really, really comfortable, um, a really comfortable, gentle experience that people can go through to start playing with this idea of connecting on this internal journey. So, what was it like as an experience for you? I I, I know you shared a little bit more at first, so I wanna I wanna know more now too. <laughs> See, so obviously I've done this a couple of times. The first time I was like, okay, we got to the. <laughs> I, I came back to my uh, waking consciousness, having got on the journey with no memory of like time just disappeared, collapsed. And then um, I remember that the most recent one that I did um, when it invited, and I, I don't want to spoil it for people, I want you to kind of go and go and enjoy this, but like it's seeing the threads between this particular look at another lifetime with a particular purpose and watching it cross over with other experiences that I've had, whether it's common threads 
or whether it's um, flashes of things or senses of familiarity, things that I've done in other modalities that are being confirmed here or being confirmed on either way. And that was really, really fun. But I suppose because I do so much work on this now, I think it's a bit easier for me personally to have a, a bit more of a visceral experience with it. But what I loved about this meditation that you shared was it's just so gentle. It's like, how about this? Let's go into this bit and let's look at that. And gives you the opportunity to look. It was like you took me on a journey through the snapshot of that lifetime by inviting me to look at these different sections of the life all the way down to that last day when I saw myself surrounded by all the people that I love and stuff like that and feeling the visual feelings, like actually feeling the feelings of being in that experience was really, really, really powerful, really powerful. I really love what you shared because it is a very gentle and very beautiful experience and we all have the ability to do that, right? We are always connected to those other lifetimes or those other dimensions and experiences. So it's it's very natural and easy for us to go into it and to, and to allow for that. And even more so, I love what you said that you embody the feeling. You, you were really deep into the feeling of love and connection and abundance abundance because uh, let's let's call it like it is feelings change us right feelings transform us feelings are what gives validity to so much of our life and allows us to give meaning to so many of our experiences and so and so my goal with with really working with people especially with this recording but also when i work with people one-on-one -on -one, is to connect them to to the, the, that deep emotional state where things resolve and uh, resolve and transform because I know both of you have had these experiences of knowing something logically right here on a mind level. And yet it's not on a knowing deep emotional. I know it like I know it like I know it feeling right. Absolutely. And and abundance is definitely one of those things. Yes, we know we're unlimited. Yes, we know there's plenty for everybody. Yes, we know we can just tap into it. But that's right here. I know it. And yet the moment I embody it, the moment that I feel it it's something else altogether. That's where the real change happens. Absolutely. Yeah. I think there's so much information out there and I've had so many clients in the past who have read all of the books and they say all of the mantras and they know everything on a mind level. And I say clients, I speak about myself too, you know, where it's been like, I know, I know, I know. And yet, suddenly I find myself back in the same pattern perhaps that I was in before and sort of unknowingly sucked into the familiar feeling of, oh, well, that feels good. That feels familiar. I know how to do that. Or, oh, you know, whatever it may be. And so I think I, I love what you're saying um, about the difference between the mind. It's like the difference between the mind knowing something and the integration through the body. Do you find that with, with past life regression and the type of work that you do that people are integrating much faster? That's the reason why I love regression so much because the integration is instant, right? It's not... Um, it's 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 not a long drawn out process. It's really right then and there, because the mind has a story to explain. The mind understands. The mind is on board, and and then the inner inner senses are stirred. The subconscious is uh, impacted. Everything within us is aligned in a whole new way, and and that's really what I love so much about regression. Like I've been I've been saying, it really allows 
allows us to work on whatever is going on in our life right now. And earlier you spoke of something and, um, and uh, you know, just, just this process of connecting and experiencing gives people permission to say, now I understand, now I can move on, now I allow myself to really move on. Mm -hmm. What was it like for you, Jess, when you had uh, your regression work? Was it somebody giving you a past life reading and telling you this is what it was, or did you experience that for yourself? Um, this person guided me particularly through a meditation to um, to go back and do some... So I, I could see where the link was between some stories that I had created around. For me personally, it was like stepping out and doing intuitive work and feeling like I shouldn't be doing this. There's something wrong with what I'm doing. And I could see kind of where the fear went back in time. And so it was really, really powerful to be able to have that experience. And it was almost... What I found was it allowed me to have more compassion and like love for myself, I think, than ever before. So that was really, truly a profound experience for me. Um, my first book, like my first ever spiritual text, and I think you write, have maybe referenced this on your website, was um, Many Lives, Many Masters by Brian. I think Brian Weiss, is that who wrote that book? Yes, he was yeah. the author of it, yeah. Yeah, like that was such an impactful book for me personally because I I'd never had any really experience with connecting with spirituality beyond what, you know, seeing ghosts in my room when I was a kid, you know, like beyond that I hadn't experienced um many other people who could relate to what I was experiencing. So, um yeah, this this work is just really profound and really really beautiful. Mm -mm. I wanted to give you an opportunity to uh, to talk about some of your work in writing, actually, just following on from uh, from, from just just referring referencing that book because you are quite the prolific author person. Aren't oh, you? thank you, thank you, yes, <laughs> thank you. I too have written a book, and it's called Beyond Past Lives, and um, the, the new understandings that I bring into this book. In, and also into the work of past life regression is that actually time is simultaneous, uh, that um, lifetimes are occurring all right now in this now moment. So what we actually call a past life is happening right now. What we call a future life, it has already happened, will be happening, and is happening right now too. That's why earlier I mentioned it's just as easy to connect with a future life as well. And so um, I this is how it all came about. So years ago, as I was... Uh, tapping into the work of past life regression and taking all these baby steps and uh, starting to regress my family, the very first person outside of the close circle of people who would trust me with their lives, right? <laughs> of course, I'm exaggerating, but uh, <laughs> at, at first, um, you know, at first I was saying, let's try this, right? It was such an intuitive knowing within me how to guide and how to do this process with people. And so the very first person I didn't know 
though I had no connection with, was a man who experienced six lifetimes. And all of these lifetimes were happening in the same 120, 130 year period. And so it really blew my mind in the middle of the session. I honestly had this moment of like, wow, what is happening here? Because... Um, up until that time, every other text I had written, uh, I had read that others have written before me, every other conversation, every other discussion, every other teaching on past life regression was that time is linear. Uh, that, you know, one lifetime, uh, the soul comes into you. Hopefully, you don't create too much karma. Hopefully, you learn something. Next time around, you show up again, you do it all over you again, you bring stuff into from your past lives and and all of a sudden there are, so that that was the old understanding and so all of a sudden there i am with this man who is having all these lifetimes literally piled on top of one another to the point where right now he has another lifetime happening simultaneously with who he is as john in this lifetime alive right now and so um and so it was really confusing to me let me tell you the least and so uh, i was speaking with his spirit guide during the session and uh, as as he was allowing the connection right john was allowing for that connection and so uh, i was asking his spirit guide what is this about what is happening here right and he explained to me very simply oh well you're thinking of time as linear time is really simultaneous it's very simple so this really opened the door to a very new understanding and sure enough when spirit wants to make a point and when the time has come for a new idea to burst in in the world i kept on getting these clients who would say who would have experiences where they were all happening simultaneously right and so uh, so this book, Beyond Past Lives, started with the idea of time is simultaneous. These lifetimes are happening right now versus the traditional understanding. So in a way, I literally brought in a revolution into the understanding of past life regression. That has already been happening in the world of quantum physics. That has already been happening by spirit, where spiritual teachers have been telling us Time, everything is now, everything is happening now. And yet in the world of past life regression, we have had this traditional three-dimensional way of looking at things. And so that's really also the cheekiness in the title, right? Beyond past lives. And 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 so that's how that's how it all started. That's the the idea um, it all uh, it all got propelled into out into the world. And um it's it's just really fascinating now to see how liberating it is for people to understand that mm, there is freedom in, in in being liberated from from the understanding of time so what i mean by that is that knowing that time is simultaneous knowing that right now in this moment i have the power to impact and change and create my life is truly the greatest power right because so many of us use our present life's past to say well this is the reason why things are i do that all the time with myself right i need to coach myself through these moments of like no 
right now is my power. Right now I get to have a say. Right now I create, right? And so, and, and, uh, and also the same understanding has been present culturally in saying, in past lives, I must have done something, right? In past lives, this is now coming forth and affecting me. And if time is simultaneous, how could there be cause and effect? right? It just doesn't work that way. And so truly, that's why at the beginning, I told you, I see my job as helping people engineer consciousness versus mm, let's figure out what happened at the root cause of this problem and resolve it. That's more three-dimensional than the four-dimensional understanding, uh, the fifth-dimensional understanding of I create my reality. Right now, I'm creating both the past and the future. Amazing. I was going to say, Dan, you're you're always talking about the um, about time and how time is. I'm sure you've learned a lot of this from Mira too and her amazing work. But um, Dan, I know talks a lot about time not being linear too. And I think um, everything you're saying is just so profound. I'm kind of sitting here like, wow, okay. I just want to learn more and hear more about about this. <laughs> um, my my question for you is, you said something at the very beginning about um, very beginning of what you just said about how you've had somebody who was living six lives in a 120 year period. I think that's, so does that mean like there's like 2019 Jess living here in Denver, 2019 Jess named uh, Cindy living in Canada at the same time? Like how does, how does the having six different lives sort of in the same time frame, time period, what does that mean? It means that your soul is able to pick and choose and it's going to pick and choose a point of reference that serves in the best possible way for you to have the experiences that will most allow you to uh, know yourself as the creator of your experience. I intentionally didn't say learn the lessons you want to learn because this is not about trying to purify ourselves and become better than what we are. Um, it's really more about becoming intentional with our mental energy. In other words, the mental energy that creates reality, the mental energy that allows us to see that the outside world is a reflection of us because life is not about looking in the mirror and saying to the reflection, oh, come on, smile. Oh, come on, change. Oh, come on, do this, right? Instead, it's really about us smiling, us creating a different face and then that reflecting in outside on the mirror, right? Right, in the reflection. And so this is really the training of every incarnation to become aware that we are the captains of the ship in the moment of stirring our ship. Now, when we pass on, right now, when we review our life and say, ah, oh, I should have done it better. Let me do it again. So I do it better. It's really about being intentional and present to the best of our abilities right here, right now. And, and this is where past life regression fits into this, right? It allows us to understand the soul journey. It allows us to understand the theme that we're working through right now so that we have these emotional changes so that we allow the mind to come on board and say, ah, that lifetime, this is how I tried it. Okay, well, that didn't work. Let me try it this way. Now I know what to do differently. Now I feel empowered to uh, do better, to really do better. 
love that. There was one time when um, one of my team, as I was going through the material with her, said, Dad, I, I don't really like this word lessons. Like, let's use something else. Let's work with nuggets. And so now I actually endeavor to look for the gold in my experiences and to invite clients to look for the gold in their experiences as nuggets as opposed to lessons, which indicates that they're not perfect as they are right here and now. And I love That's the way perfect. that you've invited us to look at each and every one of these lifetimes that we're living as an opportunity to just enjoy more of the perfection that we already are, as opposed to seeing it as this thing that we're burning away because it's not good enough or this thing that we're running towards because we're not good enough. Um, it's just slices and slices and um, and sprinkles of perfection being experienced as a singular soul through the facade almost of these different meat sacks that we call bodies at different points in which we refer to as time. I love that. Mm, I, yeah, and isn't isn't it? Um gosh, such a burden being lifted and such a sense of a worthiness being freed within us when we say, yeah, this is really about being me becoming more intentional. Not a big deal. I'm not a bad person. I haven't done anything wrong in another lifetime. This is really about me just saying, hmm, okay, well, how, how do I want to do this? Yeah, I, I think it gives, the as you're speaking about it, the way it feels in my body is like being able to find peace in any given situation in life or being able to find, like, find deeper peace within myself, so. And the deeper peace comes by accepting all parts of us, right? Rather than being the suspect of, I'm suspecting my subconscious, there is a part of me that I need to be afraid of because, you know, it could do damage. I could hurt others. I could hurt myself. I, I need to suspect myself, right? And, and as we approach life from that place of ease and grace and really trusting all of us, mm, gosh, th that's magic. That's method literally meeting magic. Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead, Dan. Yeah. Now, all I was going to say is that um, in your, ex what I was going to say, all I was going to ask, there we go, correct wording, oh yeah. Was, <laughs> what are some of the most um, surprising things that people have experienced in their regressions with you? For me, the first one was when I had one as a woman that was really, really weird. Like, ah, tell me about it. As I mean, I, I was, it was a, a modality called um, Matrix Birthery and Printing that my friend Sharon King um, created. And um, we were looking at a particular challenge. And the cool thing with Matrix Birthery and Printing is you, you go back and you go back as far as you need to go. If it's childhood, it's childhood. If it's babyhood, it's babyhood. If it's womb, it's womb. And if it's, you know, alternate reality, it's alternate reality. And we ended up in an alternate reality where I was a, a young lady in love with this young guy in forbidden love. And it all went a bit peaked on with my dad accidentally killing me in a fit of rage, which was all very, very interesting. But the thing for me was actually feeling like, oh my gosh, like I'm, I'm a young lady right now. Okay. That's interesting. And actually that happened with um, with one of the times I was doing your work as well. I was like a, in like Greek lady robes. It was like, 
witnessing and feeling myself, experiencing myself, transitioning out of an old lady's body was really, really weird, but, um, but quite profound. And I think what I found as I've been doing more work and getting more comfortable with this ex these experiences and not putting them on this pedestal, but like you said, just seeing it as just a journey, exploring different parts of myself within different, um, different pockets of my singular consciousness. I have been open to more and getting deeper visions and trusting more what I'm seeing and just getting more comfortable with it. That's been really, really fun. It was so fun listening to you describe yourself as a woman and experiencing what it feels like. Because I had the same happen to me in reverse. I experienced myself um, in a lifetime where I was a man. I was tall and big and strong. And, 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 and I experienced myself also as a different race. I experienced myself as a man from Africa, an African man who was a slave who was brought here um, here is a little relevant was it Cuba was it Puerto Rico was it America I don't know but it was here <laughs> far away from home and um, and I experienced myself in this different body right and it was such a such a moment of shock to to shake off that understanding of my identity because I had the identity of a woman, right? The identity I am a woman, and all of a sudden to to feel what it feels like to be in a strong man's body. Oh my God, was that a different experience? That felt so good. That felt so confident. That felt so empowering. So strong. I was like. Whoa! It feels good to be in a man's body, and um, so so it, it's very informative. I have to tell you, for us to expand into that greater sense of oneness, to tap into other lifetimes and other places. Because if I have been in a version of you in your body, who am I? All right? Like, am I Dan? Am I Mira? Who am I? Right? Or, or people who have had experiences as dolphins and monkeys and stones and flowers or extraterrestrials, right? All of a sudden, the sense of identity really changes. And I, I think that it's very important. This is part of the journey, right? Of knowing ourselves as more as gods in the physical. And I can think of a, of a session now where I was working with um, this man, this young gay man, and he was troubled about being gay, okay? He was really in the process of coming out. He had come out, but still there was a lot of questioning around why, why this lifetime, why this way, what, 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 you know, trying to understand himself better. And so he went to a lifetime where he was, um, the younger brother of two men, so he had an older brother, and they lived in a small village, a small, simple, rural life, where it was all about, you know, village life, working the land, the little few people that were in your vicinity. And anyway, in that lifetime, he was a gay man. Yes, he, 
Mm, no, it was the opposite. His brother was the gay man, okay? So so he, his brother was the gay man, and he was always judging this man. You should be different. You cannot be this way. You have to fix yourself. You have to change. You have to believe in God more. You have to do this and that and that. And so sure enough, this time around, the soul chooses, well, let's see the opposite end of the spectrum. What would that feel like to be on the opposite end of the spectrum? In other words, Whenever we find ourselves, when I when I hear people coming with very strong judgments on the news, right? Be it racial, be it socially economic, be it, be it you know this. I am part of this group, and I'm against this other group. I'm thinking to myself, okay, it's coming your way. Just you wait. Just you wait. You're gonna be on the other end of the stick, <laughs> because that's how it really works. You know, we. It's all about balance in our learning. It's all about finding finding and seeing from all points of view and so whatever themes that you're working not just you guys right but all of our listeners whatever theme that you're working with right now and when I speak of a theme I mean the biggest challenge money love career whatever it is your health the theme you have been exploring that theme through other lifetimes right trying to see that that challenge that question if you will from different points of view because imagine a pie and imagine how if you were to look on this end of the circle to the middle you have one point of view if you were to look at the other end of the circle 95 degrees away into the center of the circle you're going to have a different point of view so naturally every experiences experience brings a new understanding brings a new awareness of 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 life and of creation and so and so it's just really um important for you to know that you have had lifetimes where yes it was difficult but also you also have lifetimes where you resolve this this is figured out it's 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 out there and so that's what I love so much about this this um, regression meditation that you are talking about on YouTube that's geared all towards let's guide you into the experience of you having already experienced, experience already having that which you seek, that which you're looking to bring up more of in your present life. So I really want to encourage people to go and check it out. Yeah, well, we'll make sure we pop the link um, definitely uh, under the debris everywhere. And also when I when I repost uh, about this on Instagram later, I'll make sure I put that in the swipe up. Swipe up and I'll do a little emoji, little swipe up. <laughs> What's one thing that you would say has really, um, obviously you probably over, over this time had some amazing experiences. What's the one that threw you off center the most that really was like, whoa, for you? <laughs> um, gosh, let me think, let me think. Um, definitely that very first experience of, of working with the man that I spoke of. I tell the story in much more detail in my book. So if people are totally intrigued by this whole thing of time being simultaneous, check out the book um, Beyond Past Lives. And later on, I had a conversation with Brian Weiss and, he, and uh, we were speaking about this and he said, of course, when 
um, you know, when the time, of course you have this experience with this client, when the time has come for you to bring new information into the world, it's going to come big and strong and powerful, just like the way it happened for him with the woman he called Catherine, like you were speaking just earlier about many lives, many masters. That's really what threw me off center, but also it taught me to expect the unexpected, literally. And so every session is truly wondrous. Um, I, I, I mean, honestly, I feel like I have this front row seat to learning from everybody, uh, learning from everybody's experience and pains and joys. And um, sometimes I have to tell you, in the middle of a session, I cry along with the client because it's just all these deep emotions, this stirring, the, just this deep, profound realizations that they go through. It's, it's, really, it's really quite something. It's really amazing. Yeah, it's, as you're describing this, there's a few things that are coming up for me. I'm wondering, it's sounding to me like this practice is almost like ego dissolving in a way. It's like the judgmental mind of if I can, if I'm struggling with, um, you know, if I'm, if I'm kind of polarized and in a space of totally judging a certain group of people, and then I have this regression and, and I'm that person that I'm currently judging it's like it gives a sort of visceral experience of being on the other side. Mm, um, I love what you said. However, I heard a word that I want to grab onto and expand on it. Um, you use the word dissolving, ego dissolving. I actually see it as ego expansion. So we do this thing on uh, here where we call the ego as the stepchild nobody wants, right? We want to kick it out, kill it if we can. And, and yet... Um, we need our egos, right? Uh, our inner self, as much as it wants to come through, it needs a, an ego to operate in the physical reality. It was a creation in terms of the structure of our consciousness, of our soul, that allows us to operate in physical reality because we have to be able to decide, do I want granola in my, you know, for breakfast or would eggs be better or should I just have orange juice kind of thing, right? So in other words, the purpose of the ego is to sift through physical uh, experiences and to input that information into the inner self by giving a very clear distinction of, ah, this is what I choose. Oh, this is what will be wonderful and excellent. And so I do not see it as you need to kill your ego. Yes, the egos can bring and cause a lot of problem, but the reason they do is because we don't we are not raised with the awareness that we have this inner self that we can work with, right? So the ego becomes uh, an over-specialized and over-focused part of us that is thinking, I'm on my own, I'm alone, nobody here, it's all on my shoulders, I gotta figure it out, and how do I figure it out? Oh, I'm matter fighting against matter, and everything is slow and hard, and life is hard, and I'm not always safe, right? So naturally, the ego throws all these temper tantrums that in spirituality, we say, that's not good, right? We, 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 uh, we, that's how we see it. And so, yet knowing that we need our ego, it's really about expanding the ego, right? It's really about 
calming it down and saying, it's okay, I gotcha. You've got a bigger, a bigger friend here playing this game with you. You have somebody to lean into. This is your job. Sit right on my shoulder. I, I have a client with whom um, I, I need, I took quite a lot of time to convince him he needs his ego, right? The, because he kept on doing this thing where he's like, and then my ego will get me and I'll sabotage all my work. And so whenever I forget to just wrap my ego in a bow and throw it far away for the day, and I'm thinking to myself, oh my God, this is counterproductive, right? Instead, how about if you just put your ego on your shoulder and have it watch, have it observe, have it say in everything, and yet it's the feeling of shush. It's okay, we've got this. There's more resources to this. There's a better way of doing this. And so, and so as we allow through past life regression, what you said earlier, Jess, to see a bigger sense of identity, to tap into greater sense of power, to truly unstructure ourselves and open up to more, naturally the ego expands and feels safer and more connected and more expansive. And we want that because if I'm going to grow as a soul, my ego needs to grow as well, right? It's just, it's, it just doesn't happen any other way, right? My ego is part of me. I cannot have a tiny small ego and a giant inner self that is connected and, 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 and in flow with life. And so eventually over time the more we allow for this expansion of our ego and that's really what we call spiritual work that's all the inner work that we're doing it's for the expansion of the ego really what happens is we become a blended identity if you will in other words our inner self steps in more and our ego blends more with the inner self so kind of like two pieces fitting together even better because we're able to hear the intuition and we're able to hear the inner self within us and the ego is not scared, right? We're able to, to, to have dreams that are prophetic, that resolve issues and the ego is not scared. The ego remembers the dreams, right? The ego allows for that to come through. Um, we're able to connect with spirit and, and have these experiences of past life regression or lucid dreaming or experiences that propel us consciously into knowing more of ourselves right for all of this the ego is on board it works with us and so this beautiful blending of the inner self and the ego is really the goal of enlightenment that i mean that's really another word for it right that's really the work that you guys do the work that i do and 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 it's just such a such a uh sense of empowerment and coming home and peace and ease that resides within us when we actually tap into our own inner strength, our own inner resources. In other words, the ego saying, I've got my inner self. We're a team. I, that just blew my mind. Dan, I, well, thank you. (laughs) I never, thought of it like that before. Thank you for that. The, the, the image I have in my mind and like, I think I might start using this in my own life is like my, my quote ego is almost like my younger sibling that I need to like my inner self knows so much that I want to be like, Oh, I don't, I don't hate you. I don't want you to get younger and go back into the womb. Like I want you to grow with me. I want you to be my, my partner in crime. I want to teach you and expand you. So I love ego expansion. Thank you for that. 
Oh, I'm so happy you said that. Dan, you were doing snaps as I was yeah, talking. I, was, I can the, see on video. The, the thing yeah. that's coming to me is just wholeness, this idea of wholeness. Yes. And it's like wholeness is a theme that's just circling around this whole conversation because stepping into these other expressions of our consciousness, which we call alternative lives or past lives or future lives, is stepping more into wholeness because we're getting more of the picture, like you said, looking at more of the pie. And stepping more deeply and expanding the ego is allowing this wholeness to happen between the ego and the inner self, or again, getting this wholeness. And it's like on all of these different levels of consciousness, we're starting to step into wholeness. And from that space, we can have healing because healing, the removal of disease really is just a return to wholeness, whether that's in our relationships, in our career, in our abundance, these shortfalls, or should I say, these, um, this creation that we've experienced to witness ourselves in the illusion of the lacking that thing becomes a much harder gremlin to give life to when we're shining the light of truth that we have from that space of wholeness. I, that's me. That's what I'm clicking on. I love on. it. I so love what you said. I think I think we the three of us need to be like right now. Mic drop. This was brilliant. We did it. We 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 brought something amazing. <laughs> we, to the we, world. Do say, we do sage drops around here. We are sage. <laughs> sage drops. I like that better. <laughs> yeah. This is this is for anybody who's listening, like the, shoot us a message on Facebook. Let us know what it is that, like what your biggest takeaway has been from this episode. We would absolutely love to hear from you um, because I, I totally agree. I'm like, I'm almost like I need to integrate all of that into my body right now. <laughs> it's so, so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. So Mira, there's, you know, as uh, I want to just, we have about like five, six-ish minutes left. Um, I would love to have you just tell people like a little bit more about how they can get in touch with you. And also if there's any events that you have coming up or any specific, you have a lot of different offerings on your website. If there's anything that specifically you're wanting people to go and check out, I would love for you to direct them where to go. Mm, absolutely. So uh, reach out to me. My website is Mira Kelly and it's M-I-R-A and Kelly is K-E-L-L-E-Y. And so reach out to me and just let me know what do you want us to work on? What is the area of your life that you want us to work on? Because what I truly delight the most in is digging deep with people, right? L literally not just offering a Band-Aid and be like, oh, here's a little candy. Here's a little Band-Aid. Really dig deep and truly changing their lives so that you experience that sense of wholeness in whatever area of your life and um, and uh, the, the beauty of my work is that because by now I've worked with tens of thousands of people right um, there really hasn't been a subject that I haven't addressed so reach out and say hey this is what I'm going through how can we how can you help me how can we make this go away how can we change my life and um, yeah I look forward to connecting with you Beautiful. Yeah. Um, I have one last question, actually. Ooh, for me. Yes, if please. You have last questions, please feel free to pop into. Um, but I'm curious to know, you know, there's there's a lot out there in in terms of manifesting and talking about how do we create our own reality moving forward. And something that's become really apparent to me is that, you know, I used to think just set the list and then the thing will come. 
And um, what I'm learning and noticing is that there's actually this, for myself, an excavation process that it's like, as I go in and I heal on a deeper level, I'm finding that more, I'm getting clearer in order to manifest and open up as a vessel to receive something as opposed to like, here's my, here's my wish list universe, just come deliver this thing. Um, it's like almost the healing process is what allows for the man, a new manifestation to come through. Um, in terms of manifesting, I, I see that you have some manifest like manifesting on your website, like how to manifest miracles. What's your philosophy on manifestation and how we create and bring things into our lives? Um, hi, I love this question. I'm, I'm so I'm so thrilled uh, for it. Um, I believe it's really about finding that place of wholeness, finding that awareness of how can we use uh, time being simultaneous and this being my point of power, but also changing myself so that I become in alignment with that which I desire. So it's not just about setting the list because how have you changed, right? In other words, it's not like a grocery shopping list where then it gets delivered. It's literally us. So if time is simultaneous and if everything exists right now, that means that that's already there, right? Your awareness is seeing that as possible. And yet it's about us becoming the frequency of that reality, us becoming the person who is in that reality. And so this is where the, the work of past life regression, the work that you guys do, the work of uh, really becoming becoming that clear channel, that clear alignment, like Dan was saying earlier, getting to the higher frequency by removing the lower states of fear and anger and frustration and not enoughness and truly living from that place. Because think about it, the reality of what you desire, the reality of the wish fulfilled and the reality of where we are right now and telling all those stories and trying to figure it out are very two, two very different realities and and in physical 3d world we're thinking okay well if i focus on where i am right now and if i just allow time to pass by and i just move in that direction i'll get there and yet manifestation is not about physical trajectory not time and space being crossed it's literally about embodying the reality with desire and and allowing for that to to become right for the quantum field to collapse in in that reality ah uh. Amazing. Well, I would love to continue this conversation over on my other podcast too. Um, we can hopefully get a chance to talk some more about that at some point, but I, I absolutely, I love that. It's powerful. I think this has been quite magical in any method or <laughs> methodical <laughs> way. Thank you everyone for joining us today. It's been our absolute pleasure to share this space with you, to present my dearest friend, Mira Kelly, who Jess is trying to steal, but she can't have her, she's mine. And um, talking all about, <laughs> talking about wholeness, talking about the fact that the ego is something that we can integrate and love into an expanded being. And through that, be a whole or expanded being, looking at the reality of the fact that time is here and now and our power to create is here and now in this moment. Head over to M-A-M-I-R-A-K-E-L-L-E-Y.com. -E Go and check out 
Mira's work, head over to jessbubbaco.com, head over to dreamwithdan.com. Check us all out on the gram, all out on the Facebook, all out on the other stuff. Go and be magical. Go and be more whole. Go and tap into the wonderness that you are, not trying to be different because you need to be different, but because there's more magic for you to bring into your life. We love you. It's been our pleasure. We're back here next week. 